Welcome back to How It's Played. My name's Eli Silgan, and joining me today for the first time is... Alexander Smith. And our wonderful guest back is... Brad Killian. Awesome. So within the past couple weeks, there's a brand new game out by, you guessed it, EA. And it's been, it's it's called Apex Legends, which uh, is actually developed by Respawn Entertainment, who is in charge of the Titanfall series. And it's gotten quite a bit of traction. It's gained 25 million players within the past week or so. And it's gotten pretty popular. I've already seen some pretty awesome memes about the game, oh, oh, yeah. honestly. Um, and I was wondering, why do you guys think this game has gotten so popular all of a sudden? So, before the game came out, uh, there was some, like, murmurs and rumors on uh, Twitter. A uh, very, like, well-known, uh, I guess, sort of, like, esports correspondent on Twitter, uh, Slasher, he reported that there was a game from Respawn, like, rumored to be coming out around the Super Bowl. And, like, there was already a Twitter account made for it, and it's like people were talking about it. Lo and behold, the game came out, and it, it felt weird because, like, wait, there's no trailers for, like, any of it. It's like Respawn is making a game. It's like the guys that made quite possibly one of the best first-person shooters of all time. It's like, and they're just dropping a new game. All right, I, I guess. And then it finally came, and it's like slowly but surely everyone trickled in, and it just grew exponentially to the point where... It hit, like, one million players within the first, like, day or so, and then proceeded to get 25 million within, like, 10 days or something like that. And it, the, the game has just been going nonstop. Like, and, and like an example of why this might have grown big, it was a mystery. Like, mm-hmm. it was a big mystery to these people. Like, it was just like, what is this? And like, it, it's, a Blad Roy- it's a Battle Royale. It's made by Respawn. And like, Titanfall was great. So how is this going to be, the, the like, the game for me? And when it comes out and people start to play it, see other content creators get popular with it. I saw a couple of YouTubers that I personally watched, like, start to play it. And like, this looks amazing. This looks incredible. And so it gets more and more popular. I feel like how they decided to outreach this, it worked. They outreached it to different streamers as well as different YouTubers, and they promoted the game. It wasn't through trailers or anything else. It was literally through the internet market. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I feel like they pretty much had no choice but to go with this approach because Mm -hmm. it's like, think about it. It's a battle royale game coming from being published by Electronic Arts. Mm. It has loot boxes, and it's just like, if, if if you let these things like stew... Like, with trailers months ahead, people are going to come in with a negative, like, perception, and they're only going to see the bad stuff first. But it's just, like, if you just drop the game, let the gameplay speak for itself, then it's just, like, people are going to start with, like, everything that they like. And it's, like, by the time people start coming off the honeymoon buzz and, like, start thinking, like, oh, I don't really like these things, like, Respawn are already on it. They're ready to just, like, start adding in the stuff that will, you know, they plan on adding as far as I'm, I can I, tell. I think a major selling point of this game is that it was released as soon as they showed off gameplay exactly. and stuff yep. for it because like if you think about a lot of Battle Royale games the ones that are popular are the ones that constantly stay updated or are, are mm-hmm. just releasing new content continuously so by EA just maybe holding off that game for a long time people will forget about it They're, they'll just say it's an, another Battle Royale instead mm-hmm. of giving it to players right away and saying here, here it is. Try it out. See what you like. See what you don't like. Mm-hmm. I, don't I, I do have to say though, it's like I'm, I'm very happy that they decided to go free to play with this game because otherwise, I don't think yes. it would have worked. Even if the game was only ten dollars, I don't think the game would be as popular as it is. Because, and we'll get more into this when we start like talking about the game itself and what we like and what we dislike. The game is pretty bare bones, like as far as like game modes and stuff like that go. Mm-hmm. So, like, if people pay like like $60 for a game like this, I, I imagine a lot of people would feel ripped off, even if they went with the same, like, sort of marketing strategy of just drop it when it's ready. I mean, don't go with a PUBG model, and they clearly didn't. I think that's one of the best ways that to show that this has worked, that they're looking into the market, figuring out the certain points a bit, where they can still make the money on it, but yet present it to the way that can get them the most amount of people as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even think about it. Is this, like... One of the first battle royale games to like actually be released and not be in like early access, because as far as I'm aware, like 
Fortnite is it, it's, it's still in early access. It's yeah. still in early. Why though? It is, it is not actually. Paladins was first. Paladins came out with a free battle royale game mode that inspired that was mainly copied off of certain things that uh, Fortnite did. But then had like different things, like you could ride horses into battle as an example. <laughs> and but it was actually a pretty interesting battle royale. It was the first one that came out that was free and sparked a decent crowd. Yeah. If only high res was a good company. Oh I said it. <laughs> I said it, come at me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about um Apex being a game that was just not in beta. They're just basically just push it out onto the public. It's Full really, release, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really weird because people, I remember a couple months ago, like, people would speculate about, like, when's Fortnite going to come out with version 1.0? Like, like, Never. Is, is there going to be some massive release? And I feel like Fortnite just... It's going to be like, it's it's, gonna be like Minecraft. It's, it's just that trickle of, it's an alpha, it's an alpha, it's an alpha. Two years later, boom, it's an actual game. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it, like they add so much. It's like, like, going back, like, talking to Minecraft, mm-hmm. Minecraft, when it, like, was in alpha, it's like, you could, by oh today's standard, you could call that a full game and everyone mm-hmm. would be just fine, but it's like they added so much stuff, and it's like, oh, now it's the full game, but they it's like... with dolphins. I mean, I was already mm-hmm. fine with, like, what it was before, mm-hmm. so... Yeah. I mean, I feel like when it comes to Apex, it was really weird when I saw it announced mm-hmm. originally, mm-hmm. because... In my mind, when I thought of EA, I immediately connected it to Anthem. So anytime I would mention... That that actually came out today. Oh, it came out today? Today as recording. Oh, snap. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Big yikes. I I think it did come out today or it came out next week. I've been seeing gameplay of it all over the internet, on Facebook, on YouTube, on on Twitch. So I'm guessing it came out today. I assume it won't be that popular because... No, I don't either. I'm pretty sure Apex sunk that ship. Because, mm-hmm. like, any time I would mention, you know, Apex Legends, I would accidentally say Anthem. Uh, so people mm. would give me a really weird look, and I'm like, no, 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 no. It's another game under EA. Also starts with an A. It's <laughs> a- a- Apex. I've seen a correlation in this <laughs> broadcast. Hmm. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, though, I'm really surprised that Respawn released it, you know, so soon to Anthem. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, though, like, they basically just sunk their ship that they've been hyping up for for the past year, if not I, later. I don't think EA has learned because this is the, like I swear this is the second time they've released a AAA title game in a couple of weeks from a previous AAA game. There was one in 2016, and I'm trying to remember. It was Star Wars Battlefront and Battlefield, and both had this correlation, and it, it didn't work <laughs> because one got more popular than the other. I imagine the de- I imagine EA is probably somewhat desperate to maybe turn public perspe- uh, perception around because I I think EA stock is down like forty five points mm-hmm. over like the past several weeks yeah and it's like I think it's still like trending downwards like it just, it just seems like video game the video game industry as a whole has been trending downwards it's like we recently had the Activision Blizzard layoffs which oh, yeah. sucked. Um, and just like all the all this other negative news that's coming around video games, which feels so weird since it feels like these past several years have been like a golden age for video gaming because it feels like everyone's making game. It feels like it's becoming like the new national pastime, mm-hmm. and it's like the video game industry is making a lot of money, and yet we're like struggling right now, yeah. as far as we can tell. Um, according to the um, stock market currently. Um, on February 5th, it went from like 92 points to 80 points Ooh. in a day. And literally um, after that, it would just shot right back upward because of Apex Man, came out. Geez. Exactly, yeah. And I think what a lot of companies are scared of, the reason why stock markets are down for them is because of Fortnite. Like Fortnite yeah. made so much money. You look at Activision, they laid off 800 employees since the last podcast and they talked about having, quote, uh, pretty good profit margins or something like that and like you just see, you guys just fired 800 employees see I feel like it's it's an even deeper problem than just Fortnite I feel like the gaming industry has just had this exponential growth over the past few years and the people at top don't know how to sustain it mm-hmm. so it's like when they're when they talk to their investors and they have the all the investors want is just continual growth and just perpetual money and so it's like 
in the company's mind the quickest and like most sure way to do it so it's like you're the head of activision blizzard it's like all right well blizzard's not releasing any new games in 2019 uh how can we show the investors that we are gonna you know have continual profit growth oh let's just cut 800 employees and that's 800 salaries we can just add right to revenue mm-hmm. and it sucks but it's the way business be. It's just kind of hard to look at it because when you don't have a marketing pitch or a marketing idea for a potential game that could come out in the future that you know will spark interest with the community, you're going to have problems. And I feel like the one of the ways that Apex actually delivered on this was due to the fact that it was coming back to it, it's a mystery. And coming back and looking at all the content creators, so that way EA's can, uh, profit margins can rise back up, unlike Activision itself. This is might be a big, stands, big turning point for them, something that can actually help them out. And I think that's what the whole point of Apex is, something to purely help out EA get out of a rut. Mm-hmm. That's the first I've seen for a game actually helping EA. Usually mm. it just damages them. We haven't seen all of Apex yet, though. That is true. Um, so, in regards to Respawn Entertainment themselves, um, like I said earlier, they did make the Titanfall series. Um, but how do you guys think that game has influenced Apex Legends? You could definitely see it with the the sort of the movement style of the mm-hmm. game. Even though the game doesn't have wall running, and I know that was like one of the earliest sort of critiques of the game. Can't really hover in it either. Like Titanfall 2's movement system is, it's buttery smooth, phenomenal, and it, but the problem is, Titanfall 2 is super quick, like it's nonstop constant movement. And in a battle royale game, you can't really have that without it being super chaotic, especially if you're going to have this vast and just very landscape you need to have sort of like the slower methodical play style and be, and i think that's probably why they didn't have wall running so they opted they, they still give players the ability to slide which mm. feels super fun in fact you go so far in, um, <laughs> in bunker specifically there's that staircase that goes like uh from like the top of like a large staircase all the way down and just sliding down that is probably the most fun in I that can, game. That's I can where picture I'm, that in my head I, right now. I know what he's talking about. Yeah. I know that's like... I think <laughs> Bunker really is probably my, like my most landed to like position throughout like the whole map. It's great. I, for me, it's Hydro. I always go okay. up to that little Hydro area in the right corner. That's pro- that's probably my second yeah. like, favorite place I to land I love well. going there. It dilutes our eye and I managed to get there with a nice team and everything. We could make our way to that champion spot. I also like how it's just like everything feels like so open because it's like uh, I know there are a few like kind of swamp locations and it's like yes by, by virtue of me calling them the swamp locations it, I don't like them I've never liked the swamp as like a setting or an environment so it's like I try to avoid them as much as I can mm-hmm. but it's just I think that just it, it shows how like much variety there is in just like the first map of Apex Legends, and it is the first map. The devs have specifically said that they're going to be adding like more maps, which is oh, crazy to me. The one thing about the swamps, though, I, don't, I want to touch back on this. The swamps are fantastic for low for low level players, people oh, yeah. who are just trying to get into the game. No one wants to go there because of the low level loot. So True. if you're like a player who's just coming out of the blue, trying to get used to it and everything, going down to the swamps is a great place. They even tell you it has low tier loot, mm-hmm. and so trying to merge actually both competitive players, average players, and I'm going to say bots in this case. Pretty pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, all together to make it kind of like a nice little equality thing, it feels very nice. And still has the added addition of competition. When you see the banners and you see who the champion is, you know you want to go after that person and you want to cry dip to dust. (laughs) You want to go like, "Mm, they're going to be my kill list now. (laughs) Whenever I'm playing with my friends and we like pass by like the champion banners, every now and I'll just look. It's like, let's see what this guy is up to. It's like, what you got going on, Lifeline? It's like, oh, wow, already 100 kills? Mm-hmm. This game's only been out for two weeks? Damn. <laughs> I, think, I think the most kills I've seen is like 1,400. Yeah, people are insane. I've but. seen someone that was like, it was on Twitch, 2,243. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. I was like, kid, get like, off li- your ass. <laughs> but um, Literally how? <laughs> I For me, like when I originally started playing the game, I just found it really weird, like mm-hmm. how the whole system is just set up. I was mm-hmm. like, it's not, it's not Fortnite because it's faster than Fortnite. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. But it's not, 
I wouldn't say it, it, it's just so different. Like from the, the be- very beginning of the match to the very end, like everything just feels like you have to constantly stay on your feet. Hey, yes. Hey, watch this. This is going to get a lot. Of hate. it is blackout. <laughs> it is blackout. If you want to make some great comparisons, Call of Duty Black Ops 4's blackout has played so similarly to this. From the men, from the menu itself to where you can switch your attachments to the rarities and the levels of shielding and armor, this has been actually very much a very simple copy and paste. However, ah, uh, uh, however, the, what they did was they used the same loot system as in both Borderlands and Fortnite. They used, you know, from gray to gold, especially when yeah. it comes down to the armor. That was clearly seen there. Mm-hmm. Another thing that it kind of came out to was kind of the uh, something new that they've seen was ziplining. Now, I remember seeing that in, uh, I think it was called Ring of Elysium. It was another Battle Royale game that came out for only PC. I remember that. Yes, it did it. not do well at all. It was completely terrible, but the concepts were amazing. And they had to tra- change your own class system as well, which was another interesting thing. Because as we have seen in previous games and current games, that create your class system, create who you want to play to help your team out, has been getting popular, I think, ever since, to be honest, the beginning of Team Fortress 2, then to the transition of Overwatch. Or if you want to even go either easier to the Rainbow Six Siege, then Overwatch. Well, I think the difference there, though, is like when you call those create a class sort of game style, well, of it's it's not so much create a class it's just as pick it's, a hero. it's a hero shooter. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, you know, going to Overwatch, like Tracer is never going to be able to snipe like Widowmaker mm-hmm. or swing a hammer like Reinhardt. It's like when you play Tracer, you have three blinks, you have a rewind, you have 150 health mm-hmm. and you have your uh, your blasters. And it's like if you need if your play if Tracer's play style doesn't work, then it's switch. like yeah, you switch to a different hero. Which actually, I think it came out that Jeff Kaplan didn't realize, or it's like the dev team didn't realize how much one tricking and like not swapping was gonna be a thing. Yeah. So <laughs> like I, I love how people didn't realize like it's like this is my main. He will be my main. I mm-hmm. might understand I'm a Torbjorn on attack, but I will keep playing him. I almost wonder if that is a maybe it just it comes with the territory of giving personality to the sort of the, like the the kit themselves where it's just like you know you think when when i say reinhardt you don't think big boxy shield pushing forward or shadow all the stuff you're thinking you know guy who charges gig- in the battle you're thinking guy <laughs> gigantic german man that is like jolly and fun and loves to <laughs> swing his hammer you know mm-hmm. and so it's like people grow these attachments to these characters as opposed to wanting to swap between kits doing what's best for the team something i've noticed with apex is that they're doing the same thing mm-hmm. i've been in random team battles before and i was like all right all right let's do this we could get a healer let's get someone who's good with commando get your bolts up he's a big freaking shield we need a big freaking shield mm-hmm. and then i see them like pathfinder wraith and i'm stuck here i'm like guess i'll be the medic i'll be the medic and i was just like there's no team coordination it's the same principle they want to go with their mains but they don't want to help out to be fair though i do feel like going into the apex legend like classes or the heroes mm-hmm. all of them feel like they have some sem- like some degree of self-sustainability like you can play and i think this is like this goes to apex as a whole whereas like there, there was a Kotaku article talking about how the game is sort of built around like the idea of playing as a team, and I don't think I necessarily agree. I think yeah. I think the game has systems in place that rewards team coordination, but doesn't punish necessarily solo exactly. coordination. I've noticed that too. Like you could see the team coordination thing, like from the jump off master, mm-hmm. or from when you're using ping to find certain loot for your other teammates, or right. to find enemies. The team coordination is there. And like giving, getting even more specific. So Wraith, one of the characters, she has yes. the ability to. Um, turn herself invisible and like and sprint away yeah, yeah sprint away she also has a passive ability to where if if an enemy is aiming at her she can press h or whatever you have the key bound to mm-hmm. she you can warn your teammates mm-hmm. or like warn yourself and it's like <coughs> if you're playing as a team you're warning your teammates around you but it's like if you're if your team isn't being cooperative or if you just want to play it by yourself you know, you you still have the information like available to you. It's like, oh, I know someone's aiming at me, so I can adjust my play style. Mm-hmm. So, the the game it de- it's definitely. I don't think it's 
it's probably meant to be played as a like a in a a squad squad. Mm -hmm. but it's like if you want to play solo you can you'll probably be at a disadvantage but you can you could be one of those top tier players who are getting 33 kills in a match that's like currently the world record a 33 solo win (laughs) i think aren't there only like 60 yeah there's only 60 players yeah he got more than half i watched the whole entire stream of it dang yeah he was he was impressive i think the most um the i think the reason why the game does involve teamwork Mm -hmm. is because from the matches i played almost the like the vast majority of the time in which my team loses is because that their team sort of like you know sort of pinches you into a Mm -hmm. location one will take the front the other one will definitely go to the back and almost always, you'll always die in that situation, especially if you're in a building. <laughs> a lot of flanking. Oh, yeah. I mean, flanking is. I mean, key. I think that's just a good example of just teamwork. I definitely feel like it's more evident if you're playing with friends. I mean, you know, a mic is always going to be superior than just pressing a button. But, like, mm, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I think that the ping system is so robust and so good where it's like I can ping specifically on the minimap. It's like, hey, an enemy has been here. It's like not specifically that there or like not that there was an like there is an enemy here. It's like specifically an enemy was here and is no longer here because it's like, oh, hey, there's this door open over here. And it's like by pinging directly on the map, you sort of remove the ambiguity that like saying something like, hey, an enemy was over here. It's like where it's like by the house like over there it's like where it's like Mm -hmm. you just ping on the map Mm -hmm. and it's exactly where it needs to be i will applaud uh respawns thing on apex legends team communication has been hard especially Mm -hmm. when people who either one don't speak the same language you do two are children three have no mic in general it it makes it kind of difficult so when you actually have this pin ping come out and there's some people who want to text to uh type the text-to-speech thing is actually pretty good. Hmm. I didn't even ever, know they had text-to-speech. Yeah, they have text-to-speech. I, I'm a PlayStation user. Okay. So yeah. I'm playing on console and everything. And when I put in my little, uh, I, like my friend uh, Robert told me this, I hold down this giant select button, a little text bubble comes up, I type in, well, this is a good game, and I hear Alexander8812 says, this is a good game. And it says it to me. And it's, huh. it, it, it's better than, I will say, Moonbase Alpha. And I know that one got a lot of great hey, Texas speech. Hey, you. <laughs> yes. Hey, you. John Madden. It literally, John Madden. it literally sounds out all the words. Unless you have a very weird username, because then I'll just spell it out. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That, that does get annoying. I was really impressed with this, um, like, access, accessibility. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yes. like, it was just, like, right on the front main screen. So, like, I, I'm actually, like, pretty impressed how well fleshed out this game is. Um, but in terms of the other, you know, battle royales, I do feel like this game definitely leads the way in teamwork. Because if you think about Fortnite, if you think about PUBG, literally when people (laughs) don't like the location you choose, they'll still go to their own location. Like, let's say you choose, um, I'm losing locations off of Fortnite. Here, let's say, hey, I'll make an example for you. Let's say you decided to put your marker over at Tilted Towers, and everyone's like, I don't want to commit suicide today. How about I go somewhere else? One person goes to Pleasant, one person goes over to Salty Springs, the other guy decides to follow you to Tilted, but then he's like, this is a bad idea, I'm just going to go over to Soccer Field. I know Mm -hmm. what you're saying. However... You don't have to do. You don't have to follow the whole entire team in Apex either. And I've noticed that before. You sure, sure, you could be the jump master, but once you literally are the jump master, your teammates can choose to split off from you. Mm-hmm. And that's something I have witnessed before, multiple times when playing squads with random people. They want to go to their own direction still, and then it comes back to the people who want to play solo because they want to play solo. And this is also a problem for Apex. You only have squads. You don't have singles, you don't have duos, and that's it. Yep, it's, that's what I was like going to yeah, transition you into. Ha- you have to be built on teamwork, and this is a flaw for Apex that they need to fix quickly. Because there's people like me, I love playing solos. I love being by myself because I know nobody will listen to me when I call out an enemy. Mm-hmm. So I just want to be in my tiny little cozy corner, camping away, slowly moving with the circle, being the last person alive, and when I see the other guy low on health, I'm just going to go out and shoot him and win with one kill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Apex definitely is like it, it feels they they it feels like they accommodated for any for everyone in their one game mode. I feel like though that's like 
I, I would have much rather prefer them have like a singles or a duo mode mm-hmm. just because it's like if, if you think about both extremes it's like say you're playing with your buddies right and you you know you drop down you kill an enemy squad that are not coordinated they're just running around it sort of gives you this false like um reinforcement that's like oh hey we're really good we just killed an enemy squad it's like yeah probably anyone could have killed that enemy squad and then it's like by the time you're done wrecking on people that are uncoordinated and not playing as a team then you get towards like the final five squads whatever and everyone is playing coordinated because a coordinated team will be the ones to get the farthest in this game then you realize how out of like out of league Mm -hmm. you are and I I feel like that's one aspect of the game that's just like really it, it doesn't accommodate for players or it doesn't like teach players where they are skill wise and it's like gives them sort of like a false sort of re- or false feedback. But if you think about sorry, no, but go ahead. If, if you think about Overwatch, um, a good match isn't defined just by yourself. Mm-hmm. A good match is defined about how you do well with your teammates. Like, mm-hmm. let's say, like, you have nothing but healers on your team. <laughs> what Hypothetically, it's possible. But who in their right mind would do that? I mean... The thing, the thing with Overwatch is you can make any comp work as long as you're playing as a team. Going back to your six support example, I have seen six support have success because, honestly... As long oh. as they're playing as uh, Symmetra, yeah. Well, oh, <laughs> Overwatch. The problem with Overwatch right now is the the supports. I would say are probably a little bit overtuned. Like mm-hmm. there is a lot of healing and armor going on. They they recently adjusted the armor, but it's still like a lot. But it's like it, going to competitive play. It's like the most popular composition right now is three tank, three support, often referred to as goats, and it's like you know no DPS at all, and it's like. Well, yep. if they can defend a point, go for it. Yep, exactly. It's like you play what is best as long as you're a coordinate. I've I've tried to run the goats composition in ladder, and when when you're not playing the comp the way it's meant to be played, it is very difficult to like get wins. But the major difference between Overwatch and Apex is that Apex's weapons, their major like the main thing that you use is that everyone still has the main guns. It's mm-hmm. not like Oh, this gun has a better firepower. I mean, yeah, there are differences in guns, but like, no one's going to exclusively just have one gun. Well, it's meant for it's. It depends on what you for find. Sharing. Unless you find that massive <laughs> shotgun, holy crap, okay. that thing! Yeah, that thing can tear apart bodies. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you think about it, like the only thing that really differentiates players is their character's abilities. And some abilities, I feel like, are specifically meant for the team. Like mm-hmm. like Lifeline. People mm-hmm. will literally give Lifeline the ultimate accelerant mm-hmm. because yeah. they know how OP Lifeline is currently with that. Yeah. Like, imagine constantly having gear come in because you just gave one of your players mm-hmm. that item. Like... It's that small little amount of teamwork and that like detail. They, I don't like how they gave her the care package. I wish it was just like a random drop. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. You, it's like the oh, only healer in the game. <laughs> no, you should have given it something else, like an immediate res- resurrection of people of recovery banner. So that way okay. she like has an immediate radio instead of going to the recovery area. But see, the problem, though, with that is like that ability only works if you're playing with the like a as a team where it's like, if if we look at each like uh, hero in Apex Legends individually, it's like you can look at their kit and be like, yeah, this is how this ability helps the team. But I would argue every ability that ever, all the heroes have in that game can be used in a solo setting. Yeah, that's true. It's like even even Lifeline with her heal drones, like just oh, yeah, pop just it by you, you're fine. Yourself. With your ultimate, you just spawn down, get all three of the items for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, yeah, but. I feel like the game definitely, when it comes to the gameplay itself, I feel like there's a lot more damage you have to do to your the other players. Oh, yes. Like, oh, I feel like they're all bullet sponges. Yeah. Like, they won't die. The pro- the pro- yeah, the scaling between, like, having no armor, common armor, rare, 
And then epic, once you get to epic armor, it ramps so far up. Oh like, my God, you're but when you get legendary armor, I feel like I have to literally, like, have you seen, like, Tom Hanks shooting a tank and saving <laughs> Private Ryan. That's what I feel like I'm doing. I'm Tom Hanks shooting a pistol at a tank, hoping that this would kill it. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally what I'm feeling every time I get against, like, epic or legendary armor. I feel like that's going to be, like, one of the first things that's really like fine-tuned with the game is just the armor scaling because right now it really does feel like a, yeah. like an s on on like a, if you were to graph like the damage reduction they do because mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. like the the difference between blue and purple is Immense. probably too much for mm-hmm. what it needs to be like an example with shields and fortnite those things go away quickly yep like literally you could t- knock someone for 100 shield really easily if they're not paying attention and then you can get the kill and, or it can be a challenge when it when they're on a frontal control when they're on a front cons- uh, assault. But when I feel like I've sniped people in the back of the head with the f- sniper and I've gotten 100 damage and they're still alive, I just feel like, well, great. This is just freaking great. Yeah, I mean, in terms of the game, though, I feel like that's actually like a benefit because you know when you fire that shot, they'll be alerted. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not just, hey, I can get the first shot in. It's, hey, I could get their shot like I can shoot them multiple times and catch them completely off guard and like basically cut them off from the rest of their That's team. That's great, but the problem is this is battle royale. You need to be stealthy and you need to be on your heels. With a battle royale game, you need to focus on how am I going to win? I will do everything in my necessary to win. If that means I'm sneaking up and I'm going to snipe, or if I'm going to hide, if I need to push, you need to figure this out. By adding this kind of damage reduction to something that should be an insta-kill, or to something that is not helping the squads, but is more creating as a nuisance, is kind of taking away from the survival aspect and giving it more of a cushiony feel, I would say. Mm the the shots do remind me of the division a little bit. Yes, just to be honest, and they honest. just keep shooting and shooting and shooting, and nothing really does anything. But I mean, it, I mean, I enjoy games where it does take you a little bit to like down an, mm-hmm. an opponent because it does feel more satisfactory. I guess for since me. well, so ever since I've been playing battle royales for like I've been playing since H one Z one. I remember when it was talking about Arma two, and everything like that. So I have some experience when it comes down to this, and the feel that you sneak up on an enemy and take them out is so satisfying. But then with Apex, I can't get that. I, I've done that. I've gotten a headshot with people, and I've sniped them before, and they always come back and attack me, and they immediately heal up, and they immediately shield up, and I feel kind of betrayed. I, I killed this person. They should be dead. <laughs> I think the reason is is because I might have a little bit different play style because mm-hmm. my play style is usually shoot at some people, you know, sort of draw their attention to- towards me. I play as Wraith usually. So mm-hmm. I, I shoot at them, you know, have them follow me a bit, Phase, you know, phase out, and then have my other teammates basically just aim at them. I'm just like, what were you expecting? I have no, no clue. But I mean, in terms of the things that are hindrance to the games, I mean, there are quite a bit. Mm-hmm. How do you think they'll go about actually trying to improve the game? Well, the devs have already like tweeted out what is essentially going to be their roadmap for adding in content. So I think like the first major like content patch is going to be sometime in March, probably early March. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be like they they said they're going to be adding a battle pass system which I think is probably one of the more preferable mm-hmm. sort of microtransaction sort of like uh marketing sort of styles to go for. Definitely better than loot boxes. Oh, so much better. But um and they also said they're going to be adding more weapons, more heroes. What I'm probably more interested in though is just more like quality of life stuff like for example at like if you're playing with randoms i like either adding them as a friend after a match or reporting players like that was one thing i i was really surprised i had a game with a very toxic teammate and i was like all right dude once you leave i'm gonna report you and it's like have fun being banned or whatever it's like i was looking around it's like Where's the report button? It's like, wait, where do I even see, like, who I was last playing with? It's like, oh, there's nothing here. Okay, that's going to be interesting. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Battle Royales have always had a certain quality of people. I remember when I was playing H1Z1, and I would always find, well, 
I'm not going to go into stereotypes, but a lot of people who are too extreme with the game and uh, a lot of uh, nationalities saying they were number one. But if you know the reference, I'm going for, yeah. But mm-hmm. anyways, other than that, though, reporting a player in Battle Royale is a necessity. But another thing that kind of I focus on when it comes down to the player base and everything else, I wonder if that they that the company will worry about players and stuff like this. And I agree that the like the battle pass is a great way to go. People love that. Even like right now in Fortnite, they're actually offering you a free battle pass if you complete certain challenges. It's clear that people enjoy this. Like the system better than microtransactions. But I feel like I don't think that the community will report very well when it comes down to money and the community and the community as a whole. From what I've seen from past EA games, I don't think that there this is going to go well, especially if you want to take a look at, like, Battlefront 2. And this is my best example, because remember when Darth Vader was, like, the high-quality thing? You wanted to get him. So you either grinded 80 hours or more to get him, or you had to get unlock him through loot boxes and or microtransactions. And so many people were pissed about that. And when I go into the store... I see one of two things. I see, I see the loot box system that you can buy for one or a 10 bundle, or I can see the cosmetic items you can buy. Now, I'm hoping they do like a daily and a weekly thing for like skins and stuff like that. But overall, they seem to be banking most of it on loot boxes. Because if you go down to a customization of a character, you see all of these different things. And the only way you can truly unlock that is through loot boxes, and nobody likes that anymore. That's such an outdated thing that came out from frickin' Team Fortress 2, and it was still used until now. I feel like it's going to turn heads on community, and it's going to make the game come out negative. And if EA continues with this greedy corruption that they've done in the past, Apex Legends is going to be a faded memory. Yeah, I definitely... I think the way the Battle Pass system... I feel like the way it works for players is that even if you're not earning rewards from game to game, you can at least see that you're working towards a goal. Mm -hmm. Like right now with Apex Legends, honestly, the game punishes you for progressing. Because it's like from levels 1 to 20, you earn, uh, I think it's like crafting, it's not crafting materials, but it's like... You do still. It's one of the three currencies in this game, and it's like you earn (laughs) some of those... And a loot box. Once you hit level 20, then it's sort of like you either get one of this or the other. And I'm not good enough to the game to know how it is past that, but I can only imagine it continues to sort of like scale down. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of games that like punish you essentially for investing your time. And like aside from that, the store is just abysmal. Like honestly, I love Respawn. I love pretty much everything that they're about but that store is atrocious and it's like it was rumored that ea didn't have a whole lot of involvement in this game and it's like if you, if that's what you're saying and your store looks like that then it's like either i have lost a lot of respect for you like if you think that's okay or you're lying like for example they recently came out with a valentine's day sort of themed like gear in the store and the way they have it set up it's like you pay a hundred and something currents it's like 150 currency for an item um i, I forget exactly how it but it's ba- it, it, the the way that it's basically set up it's like you can't just purchase like ten dollars worth of the currency for one item or uh twenty dollars for both you have to purchase like th- the 30 currency to get like everything by the way they just like fudge the numbers up just a little bit so that way you have to go over the price line yep Fortnite did the same thing for a while too and now they're kind of scaling back a little bit but this is coming back to the store um ea has again never had a good track record of microtransactions they are terrible they are literally some of the worst like they are literally the worst company to do with microtransactions, and Activision is coming up next, right behind them. Like seriously, they've had so many problems with this ever since. Like I think a uh, camos in Battlefield, I mm. think is when the first time they've done this, and then they they include it in their sports games, which is stupid because it's a sports game. Literally, they're fighting the country of yes. Belgium and recently conceded just to, <laughs> just to keep like your dumb trading cards in your soccer game. It's like, 
come on. It's just like a, we already have examples of better like systems for like gain, gaining post purchase like revenue from consumers it's like literally people are willing to do it just don't be so scummy about it even though the community has said multiple times that they don't want loot boxes they still do it and they're they're like thinking well why don't people like our games you know why people don't like your games because you are milking us dry let us have our money and let us not be punished for it. It's annoying. I want to play a game where I am not punished by looking like a default and I want to be have fun while doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the game overall is doing like a little bit better, like compared to past EA games and, you know, the whole fiasco with Battlefront 2. Yeah. I think it is a little bit better because. I do like having an overall level that you get to keep mm-hmm. compared to like Fortnite, which just resets, which sort of feels a little bit sad. But like, um, I mean, yeah. more XP. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like, it's nice to have like a level just shown as yeah. like being like, oh, I'm level a hundred. Like, try me. But like, honestly though, like, I feel like the roadmap it might be a little bit sketchy because I've seen some really good you know, battle passes or, like, season passes, like, with uh, Fortnite. Fortnite has pretty good ones. That's, yes. But, like, then I watched um, Rocket League introduce a season pass system, and honestly, it's really disappointing, and, like, it's something that I don't even want to work towards because I've played the game so much, and I think that's a reason why Apex is a, might falter a little bit is mm-hmm. because, like, if they don't introduce something that, like, incentivizes people to keep on playing, like, like the season pass sadly I think the reason the I I think the reason I don't care about like Rocket League's sort of season pass and microtransactions as much as I do with other games is because Rocket League inherently just feels like oh this is a game I'm just going to pick up for a match or two and just like put it down later whereas like with these other games it's like it's a grind it it feels like okay I'm going to pick this up I'm going to say I'll play it for a couple matches, but I'm going to end up playing it for hours. Rocket League genuinely feels like I'm going to play like two matches and then play something else. I think that depends on who's more competitive in the game or not. Mm-hmm. But going back to the Battle Pass system, a Battle Royale game that actually uh, something else that did a Battle Pass was Blackout from Call of Duty. And I got to say, the rewards in the beginning looked they looked pretty interesting. It was like, oh, these cute little emotes and stuff like that. Some uh, nice little uh, camos and stuff. But aside from that, they were literally all copy and paste. Like, they literally, like, okay, the email looks similar to this one. The camera looks similar to this one. And I feel like I'm not really getting this nice little pleasure with it. The thing that Fortnite has with this, and that Apex needs to do as well, is that all the cameras or all the things need to be different. Like, you, when you get the battle pass, you're not getting a freaking camo for a default player you were literally getting a whole entire new skin this past uh season you had a tech wizard who turned herself into Catwoman. you had a snowboarder who turned himself into like a military spy you had a yeti you had a it was kind of like a uh, cosplayer or, or like a big fan of burger time or like yeah. the der burger and then you had the ice king who looked all magical and powerful. And I mean, just... that's probably going to be like, th- that's probably the reason I'm going to say Fortnite is not, Fortnite's not going to be ruined because Apex Legends or anything like that is because Fortnite has one thing that I feel like a lot about Battle Royales don't have and that is like a very distinctive style. It's very mm-hmm. like, everything behind it feels purposeful because like it's all like cartoonish and animated it doesn't and be- feel like a copy and paste it, it feels like you can be as expressive as you want to be where mm-hmm. it's like apex legends has a lot of character to it where it's like you have this sort of happy murder robot you have like <laughs> this pretty fun gibraltar guy you have this edgelord wraith and it's like it's cool but it's like the game is still like it tries to go for the more realistic sort of graphics so it's like you're limited in that sense so that that's yeah i don't think apex I, is a fortnite I will killer applaud apex for trying to do the diversity with the camera with the characters though oh yeah mm-hmm. because they try to do like non-binary binary and they add a homosexual character as well so i applaud them for that but overall i don't think they're going to be winning any reward points from this i feel like the um the thing that really defines the loot in apex legends it feels very very similar to overwatch yes like 
But the thing is, the reason why Overwatch still has like p- people who like their gear and stuff is because it's very it can be very unique, like to mm-hmm. like events and stuff. Like, yeah, you got this during the uh, the New Year celebration, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, there, there's some common skins, but like, I wish that they would be a little bit more specific. Like mm-hmm. the epic skins on Apex Legends, like for example, Bloodhound yeah. had that like the Plague Doctor one that was really epic. But that's like just one out of like thirty. And like, you can, the only way you can get it is through loot box. Yeah. Until and, until it might come out on a possibility on a daily or a weekly thing that comes out through the store. Yeah, I just it, it it sucks that loot boxes like inherently what comes with them is you have to fill them with garbage mm-hmm. cuz like <laughs> if I'm being 100% honest, like I would be okay with loot boxes if the like it was specifically only like good stuff mm-hmm. and it's like I could maybe get like a rare loot box that only has like rare items or I get an mm-hmm. epic loot box that has epic stuff Smite did something sort of like that even though I still hate high res <laughs> they like they had loot boxes that specifically had like five skins in them so it's like you it's like you didn't know exactly what to spend your gems on so it's like I'll just get a box and it's like you just got a skin it's like all right cool but it's just like Apex is garbage like stuff they fill the loot boxes with is like voice lines which no one ever is gonna like and something I think is like almost as bad as those is just like being able to display stats on your banner I feel like this should just be a default thing yeah or just like have some that are like general sort of stats cause it's like Everything is tied to the character you're playing. So it's like yeah. if I if I only play Mirage, which I pretty much do, <laughs> and it's like I, I get all my kills with Mirage, I do all my damage with Mirage, and it's like I have my banner, it's like, oh, I look like a competent player to my to my teammates. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know what? I'm gonna try out Lifeline today. I turn to her. I basically look like I don't know what I'm doing. It's like, oh, you have no kills, you haven't done any damage. What is wrong with you? It's like are you just are you a bot? It's like I wish there was some sort of carryover yeah. for each character. But um, going back to the loot boxes, the game, I remember in a specific interview with the developers, they said that the loot box system is rigged a little bit mm-hmm. in favor. Of course favor, it is. No, and actually in favor of the player. Really? They said that the more loot boxes that you open, the higher rate there is of getting a so, so they scale it's yeah still, it's scaling it's up it's still a problem because it still is a problem because you're telling them to keep going with this gambling addiction this is the reason why Hawaii literally banned loot boxes this is funny because of the whole entire gambling system it, it doesn't matter if it's going to be more and more into your scale I think Overwatch tried to do that at one point but it still didn't really work out that well it's still a loot box. We don't want the random chance. We want to have the specific item that we want. The the way I justify with Overwatch, where it's like I, as a player that's played the game pretty much since it's released, the way I, it's like I don't really think about Overwatch loot boxes that much is the fact that the games are usually around like a couple minutes long, and it's like they feel like they go by super quick, and it's like it's either really rewarding or it's just like GG go next. Yeah. But um with with battle royales, it's like some of those games like can get really up there, and it's like I it. It's like you have this 15 20 minute game. You go all the way through. It's like, oh, you you even you might have even won. You got you're the champion. And it's like you just get some XP. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, play the next game, idiot. And it's, you know, it it does feel sort of just like, oh, okay. I, I guess I'll just play the next game. Mm-hmm. And it's like I've seen conversations starting about like having some type of like choose your reward if you're the champion. It's like mm-hmm. some crafting currency, maybe a loot box, maybe um a bonus XP or something and I think I would be in favor of even if it's just like super minor or if it's just like a daily reward I I would prefer something like that just because like inherently with battle royale games you're investing a lot more time match to match it's nowhere as much as like a MOBA but it's still like a lot more than traditional like shooters Mm -hmm. Um, so just to wrap things up um, if you guys could have one thing improved about the game, what would it be? Goodbye microtransactions. I don't like you. And you need to figure out what you're going to do. Like, seriously. Oh, my God. Go for the battle pass option, but make sure that what is on your battle pass 
works. Like people are going to like it. They're not going to be like, ah, this feels copy and pasted. They're literally going to say, I want the next tier and I will continue to grind till I get that. Uh, one thing for me, I'd probably say just more modes in general, having a solos, having a duo, and then even having sort of like a arcadey sort of mode, like maybe for example, having like a super small circle and it's like only pistols inside, oh. or this was a, uh, idea I heard proposed, um, I forget exactly where I heard it, but it's basically, it's like, there's a mode in Fortnite, I think, where it's like two teams are separated. 50 v 50. Yeah, 50 v yeah. 50. So have something like that where two teams are separated by a, a barrier and they have to gather resources, they have to get ready. Nope, that's food fight. To build, yeah, that, okay. <laughs> that's a food fight. <laughs> that instead. And they build towards a titan. They like, Ooh. yeah, have a titan that's for two protect. teams. And it's like, you could even do something crazy and have like 50 people man or like 30 people man a titan at once. It's like everyone has their own little gun. I mean, it's like you have one person man the left leg. You do or something just, like oh a battle royale juggernaut like yes. did with Fortnite with the Infinity Gauntlet. Yes. That yes. was creative. That was just where Thanos comes down and you can still kill the other players and stuff, but Thanos is the guy you got to take down. You have like the one squad that has a titan where it's like one person mans the movement, one person does like reconnaissance, mm-hmm. one person does weapons and it's like you can still kill the titan but it's just like it's just this force you have to always be aware of. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be super creative. And yeah. honestly, I I believe in a company like Respawn that they they they've traditionally been a company that listens to community feedback and uh, and uh, I, I I can see a bright future for this game if I'm being 100 honest. I, honest, I can <laughs> as long as they be careful. <laughs> I mean, I had to go back to the content that you get per game. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like having something for your winnings or you know like even having the basic ability to like flaunt your kills for for mm-hmm. default you know like i love the amount of customization in the game i love the banner system i love seeing all these different things that you can customize i just wish it was a little bit more tailored to yeah. the person like yeah you can have an entire outfit but i need a more unique outfit. That's why I dab on my enemies in Fortnite. It would be like, <laughs> hey, I sniped you. Well, boom, get wrecked, kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have been your host, Eli Silkman. Joining me today was... Yeah, yeet. Alexander Smith. And... Uh, Brad Killian. Awesome. Make sure to check us out at ByteBSU.com along with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all the social media feeds. Ooh. This has been How It's Played, and we'll see you next time. Bye.